so Dante, I mean, we might as well start there. Are you married? Are you, you know, do you have no. family? No, no, no. I'm, um, I'm, I have a girlfriend, but uh, that's about it. No marriage. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it earlier because I used to travel when I was younger with, um, you know, uh, some good players. You know, we would go to the Orange Bowl every year and, and the Fiesta Bowl and the uh, Kalamazoo and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, I always had a girlfriend because it was really difficult, actually, to, to think about being married, even consider being married, because, you know, you're always traveling and you're in different cities and it's tough to have a, a rela serious relationship, you know? Yes, for sure. For sure. It's, it's, it's super difficult. You know, you're traveling uh, one week in different different cities. Obviously, it's sometimes different countries, you know? Yep, me but, too, um, yep. But, but, you know, I mean, we're not getting any younger, you know, so you have to make it work. <laughs> Somehow, you know, you have to try to, uh, first of all, it's, it's very important for your couple, you know, to understand your job, what you do, because it's not like, a, we're not like a regular person that we have the routine that you go to work, you come back, you spend the night. Right. So we're always on the go. So it's very important for 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 her for your couple to understand uh, your job, and also it's it's very important if she can have uh, some flexibility, you know, to travel. Yeah, oh. yeah, no. Even the players, it's tough. I mean, okay, Federer, you know, he can bring his whole family because he's got an entourage because yeah. he's famous. He's Roger Federer, but the guys that are not in the top thirty. Top forty, you know, maybe top fifty, maybe uh, yeah. they they have to struggle. They can't bring their wives and their kids and their families with them. No, no, of course not, of course not. And plus, also, it's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it could be a little bit as a distraction, you know, for them. Um, if you, you know, it might sound bad, but you have to be really focused on your tournament and your match. You know, and you have to sleep well. You have to keep your routines. You know, and obviously, sometimes uh, if if your girlfriend doesn't or wife, you know, doesn't understand very very well your job, you know, is and they want to go out and they want to do things. You know, it's, it's difficult to maintain that uh, that stability. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine an old married guy like Javier. He's about to have a second child. You know, in October, wow. <laughs> number two. Yeah. Oh, number right. two i know man tough tough hard to believe but yeah you know <laughs> hard to believe you know i try one in work second time you know so yeah that's good that's yeah. good man i yeah. mean it must be hard dante for you to go and living with him in college to now uh see uh see him responsible and uh, having a whole big family and all that well that's good that's good i mean we you know we we all growing up so we cannot be like in college uh, times all our life that would be tough <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that would be tough we i certainly wouldn't be here if i li kept living like that i would be gone about exactly, 10 years exactly. ago we go through different stages you know in life so i think now is is that time yeah. yeah right you know i i find it interesting you guys are both from argentina i've got a few friends uh, from argentina i don't know if you would you by any chance know alex heavy alejandro heavy he coaches in uh, in Buenos Aires. He worked a little with Coria and uh, Gaudio a little bit. Uh, so they're older than you, much older. No, no, not really. Maybe I'm gonna tell you, I'm very, very bad with names. Mm -hmm. But if I see their faces, I say, "Oh yes, man, I know this guy." You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's a good friend. And then there's another guy who's living in New York, uh, Claudio Ilao. He's uh, from Argentina. You got some good players down there. You had a run in, back in the, I guess, the 80s or 90s with uh, uh, Gaudio and Correa. They yeah. were pretty. They were pretty solid. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Well, we we used to play with them, you know, with the Javier in yep, the national. Yeah. The national. Oh, when you were kids. You know? Yep. Yeah, when we were, you know, 16, 17, idea. Yeah. Yep. Oh, really? And, okay. and even younger too. Yep. Did they coach you at all, or were they just nice enough to play with you? No, no. We. The, you mean uh, Gaudio? No, we are the same age of Gaudio. Yeah. I mean, one. I'm one year younger than him, and. You know, Gaudio yeah. Puerta. Oh, I thought he was old. Oh, I thought no, he was no, no, older no. than you. All those guys. Oh, they're, they're oh, okay. one, one or two. I'm, I'm 79 and they are. Gaudio is 78. 78, yeah, 78, 77, some of them, you know. Puerta, yeah. I yeah, see. Know. I see. I, I guess, you know, I, I was looking up uh, Grigor. I mean, I, of course, I know him pretty well. I mean, he, he was top 10 for a while, top five, I think, for a while. Yeah, he, and he, he's been around. Three, best ranking. He was number three. Yeah, he's been around for a while. He, he's 31 now. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I find it interesting that he's from Bulgaria. And before you worked with Kei Nishikori, who's from Japan. And both those guys have been kind of historical for their countries. Right. You know what I mean? They, they, yes. they made history. They made history in their countries. And, and, and I wondered uh, if you got to understand or, or to feel or to see um, what that was like for these guys to go through, you know, being the most famous player from Bulgaria, really. Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I was talking to the physio, which is from Bulgaria, one of the physio that was with us uh, last week in Montreal. And, and he mentioned that to me. He said, man, you work with the two best players of each country, you know, Japan and Bulgaria. And I didn't realize it with, with the Grigor because I wasn't with him when he reached the number three in the world. I started right. working with him uh, last year. Obviously, uh, with Kay, yes, I did all the process. I worked with him for nine years. He ended up reaching number four in the world, by far the best uh, player in the history in Japan. And then, but then I realized, yeah, Grigor too. Grigor is obviously a massive, in, in, in women's, they, they were very good women's, the, the, the Malevas in, um, in Bulgaria, that they reached number four, five, and six, three, three sisters. Um, but then, yeah, by far also Grigor has been the number one and made history and he's an idol there, you know, and so um, I haven't been to Bulgaria yet. Oh, really? I, no, never, never yet, because he lives in Monaco and we practice there or, or he comes to United States. But I know Bad that... Life. Huh? Bad life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, a lot of great tennis players. A lot of great tennis players moved to Monaco. I mean, look, Bjorn Borg. From Monaco, no bad. No bad, huh? Shit, shit, So, but but yeah, but but this obviously every every everywhere that we go, you know, the Grigor has so much fans and they follow him and and obviously he's a really nice guy. He plays. His tennis is amazing. It's really fun to watch him. You know, it's uh, it's very sweet. You know, to to watch him. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been amazing. It's been amazing uh, to 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 have ex an ex this experience. You know, to work with these players and and to also to see the the, the all the pressures that they have. You know, because not all is is uh, fun and and good. You know. 
these guys, they have a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, especially someone like him. I remember we went over to uh, uh, Barcelona and, and worked. I, I worked, um, you know, I have some inventions that I use. I'll have to send them to you. I'll, I'll email them to you. But um, I worked with uh, Emilio Sanchez and Jordi. You know Jordi Aresi over there? Yes, yes. Jordi yeah. Aresi. And, and so Sanchez I met... Too. So I met uh, uh, Moya and, uh, you know, um, a couple of the players there. But Carlos Moya, he, he was just like that over in Spain. He was like a god over there. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and so I can imagine Grigor must be bigger than life. Uh, yes, yes. You know. and, and, and plus you have to add that they're, they're good looking guys, you know. So That's that, right. That's <laughs> right. That, that brings the barrier even uh, higher for them and uh, they follow them and yes. It's, it's oh, I remember we went to a disco over in uh, Monte Carlo and uh, and uh, Carlos was there and he had, you know, women uh, on each oh, arm yeah. and and behind him. And Play Grigor, he's yeah. gone out with some beautiful women. His, in fact, his girlfriend now is a gorgeous Russian woman. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, you, you mean uh, Grigor? Yes, Grigor. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. You know, he's he dated uh, some beautiful women, and now he's he's dating um, this uh, girl from Russia. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I guess uh, that was my first question: was it must be so interesting to work with these guys who are famous in their countries, you know? And Kay, I mean, he's got to be one of the best players ever from Japan. Yes. Hey, I mean, Jack. He is, sorry, Dante. Yes. I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna take off. I let you guys talk. You know, you guys keep going. I'll let you go. All right. You have any? Have you have any more questions before you go, Javier? No, no, man. You guys have fun just uh, ripping with questions. You know, the guy he knows. I'm sure he knows a lot, and he's fun. All right. Be good. <laughs> okay. Come on. No way. Ciao. Ciao. See you, man. So a couple of interesting things. So. You know, it's funny. I worked when I was younger uh, at uh, Harry Hopman's Academy. That was the big academy uh, over in West Florida. Now, you, you were at IMG, I'm guessing. Was that Bulletary's? Yes, yes. I worked there uh, for three years uh, before I started working with Kay. If you go I ahead. understand. Yeah, and that's where you made a lot of... Yeah, I mean, I met... Uh, I was a lot younger, but I met uh, Vetus Gerolitis. He was, he was older than me, but he was playing there when I was... When I was practicing there and then later i worked for harry and so yeah it's it's a good way to make a lot of contacts yes of course of course i remember when i graduated uh, in college you know i had a friend uh, of mine that he said hey, come over here you know uh, it's a fun academy you, you can uh, you know start your way start your uh, way up a lot of things to learn too you know you can make good money if you work hard. Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to say, you have to work pretty hard to make good money at those academies. You have to work really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I was willing to do that. And I also, you know, it taught me a lot of things, you know, the three years that I worked for the academy. Because I work with the, not only with the good players or professional players, I would say, you know, but also from even, not, not beginners, but the, but yeah. but low level, you know, and, and, and you learn, you learn a lot. You learn a lot how to, how to make a player, how to improve it, you know, being very patient, you know, I had some, learn from other coaches that the, that they work there, you know, that they work for the ITF uh, a lot. So it was a great experience for me. Yeah. And you work with a lot of juniors too. A lot, a lot, a lot of juniors, you know, and some of the juniors that, that I work with or that I 
work a little bit, you know, and now they then they, they became uh, pros. So it was fun yep. to see. Yeah, yeah. No, I had the same experience. And the juniors I worked with, uh, Sam Query, uh, Stevie Johnson, um, yeah. Coco Vanderway, uh, when she was young, like 9, 10, 11, right in there. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, and it's kind of fun because you can always tell the players that hit a heavier ball. Like when I met Sam, when he was 10 years old or 11, 11, he hit a heavy ball at 11, you know, and you could feel the difference. Now, you didn't say, oh, he's going to be a pro. I mean, you didn't say that. You didn't think yeah, that. It's, it's, it's too difficult. It's too yeah. difficult at that point, you know, at that age, you know, there are so many factors after. Or you can yeah. tell, oh, I think this guy might make it, but then you you could never knew, you could never know if they probably they made the top 10. You say, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> no, no, you really don't. I mean, I remember uh, we, we had a bunch of kids that were really tough. I had about eight or 10 kids that were all good. Sam was not the top, but as he got older, he got really big. Like when he was 16, he got really tall. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was the guy, instead of losing like in the third round of the national tournaments, all of a sudden he's getting to the finals and he's playing Donald Young in the, in the finals of tournaments. And, but yeah, in the 14s, he didn't really excel. I, you know, I didn't, uh, he didn't yeah. work that hard, you know? And, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there are, yeah. I, I, I knew a lot of guys like that too, you know, that, uh, that you never thought anything like that. And then suddenly at 16, 17, 18, you know, they start getting more mature, more developed, you know, and then uh, they made the difference. Yeah. 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 And then other guys start quick, like Stevie Johnson, boy, he was great in the 12 and unders been winning national titles in the 14s. He was great. Unbelievable college, you know, career. Yes. Oh, I knew. Yeah. Everybody knows that. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one question I don't want to forget to ask. So I'll ask it right in the beginning. Cause I think a lot of people want to know this and I know the answer, I think, but I think I want to hear it from you. I can tell from the background, you don't have a lot of women behind you and a lot of loud music. And it's, and I know it can be um, a quiet life sometimes, even coaching a player as good as Kay or Grigor. Uh, you have your, I mean, and, and it's exciting. The match time is great. And practice time is just kind of like practice time always is. But just day-to-day -day life, like tonight, it looks like you're quiet in your room by yourself. And there's a lot of downtime, not a lot, but there's plenty of downtime too, where you, I don't know, you read or this or that, or maybe look at videos. Uh, I was just curious, uh, sort of a day in the life. What's a day in the life of Dante, you know? Yeah, well, after after we finish everything, the practice and, and everything is done, you know, with my player, then I like to... I like to to relax. Sometimes I, I like my quiet time to be by myself. You know, if there are any sports like soccer or American football, which I, I like to watch, you know, when when it's on, or uh, any other sport, I like to go to even in my room or go to a bar and watch it. You know, um, if I can meet if I can meet up with some of my friends, uh, the coaches, I try to do it. Uh, to to go to dinners, you know, or something like that, because that's probably the the the, the most fun that the or the fun part for us, you know, I, on the road, you know, is this is to go for a nice dinner or to go for a I don't know to share a beer or a wine in a bar, you know, because then yeah. after, after that, then you are traveling like 
you know, we have uh, sometimes that you are two months away from your house. So, so we, we, we try to, I try to do that because that keeps me sane. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. I would, otherwise I would go nuts, uh, you know? So, and I try to, obviously, sometimes I do team dinner. So I go out with, the, with my player, you know, but I try to separate a little bit that. Uh, so we are not together 24 seven. You know? Yeah, no, it's very healthy. I know. Like I said, oh. I would travel with uh, a few players, uh, mostly in the juniors, mostly. Um, and uh, yeah, I couldn't wait for my quiet time, you know, because you're yeah. with them all day long and it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense, especially if you have a, a rough workout, you know, or, you know, he's not playing his best or something. Totally, totally. Or, or you know, you're always, I feel like I'm always on his ass telling him what to do and what, you know, so... So I like to separate things, you know, I like to say, hey, go, man, do, do your thing, have fun tonight, or, you know, meet up with some people and talk about whatever, and I do my thing too, you know, and then the next day I'm going to, I know I'm going to see him in the morning <laughs> practicing. <laughs> yeah, plus you want that space, because if you're too close, uh, that can create fi friction. I you think know, so. If you're too close. I, I think, think so. you need that space. I think um, so. I think. Yeah. yeah. I believe Does that. He, yeah. Do, do, do you and do you always dictate what goes on, or does, I mean, him being a top player, top twenty in the world still, uh, and he's been around for a while, you know, ten or eleven years. Um, or does he tell you, "Hey, Dante, I want to work on this today. I want to work on this." Or is it you more that says, or is it sort of a combination? It's actually, it's actually, I'm always the one doing the stuff, but I'm also. I'm the one asking him, hey, is there anything specific that you want to work? Is there any, because I, I like I, I like the feedback, you know, it's, it's not the, my way or the highway, no. Obviously I have my things that I know that I have to work with him, that, that they're good for him. So I, I, have, I usually put it on my notes and then I go and I do them. And I also like to hear the, what he feels because sometimes he might feel, I don't know, I need to work on my forehand or on my forehand on the run because he, he is the one that feels it. So I, I always ask him, and if he tells me, yeah, man, let's do this. Okay, let's do it, boom. And then I can also adjust some, some type of drills. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, as you're talking, I'm wondering, I'm coaching a guy right now. You may know him. Uh, he was number one in Belarus, um, really good guy. He's your exact age. Uh, his name's Anton Somoli, Somoli. Uh, he was, he played, he played, he said he played Sangha every, he said in the juniors, he played everyone. He was number one in his country from the 12s to the 18s. And now he's in the United States here in Colorado with me. And we're, uh, you know, our goal this year is to be one in the country in the men's 35s. Okay. But I wondered if you knew, have you ever heard of him or played against him? No, no, play, no, not because he's younger than me. I'm, uh, I'm 43. He might be 30 something. Oh yeah, years. he's he just turned thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. so no, I probably, I probably know because I came to to college, you know, then when I was young, so he was probably too young. Yeah, yeah, and I do the same thing with him. In general, you know, I'll start working him out, but I'll always ask him, "Hey, anything you want to work on? You want to work on your kick serve on the ad court? You want to serve in volley? Yeah. What do you want to do?" For sure, because for sure. I, I think it's it's very important to, especially if you coach a professional guys or older guys that they already know. Like for example, your guy that he's 35, he already knows when he goes and plays. I say, oh man, I 
messed up this, I need to practice this. It's, 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 it's always important to ask them a little bit, you know. I think, hey, do you feel that you need to work on this, on that, you know, plus what you're thinking, right? But it's different than when you are coaching a player that you have to develop player, you know, like he's a young kid that they need to work in many things. And it's yeah. kind of like, okay, you have to guide him and tell him, you know, he can tell you, hey, man, I'm not feeling the back. And okay, let's go. I feed you 20 minutes from the back or whatever, you know, but but I feel like it's, it's a different, it's, a, it's different, you know, he's, he's uh, developing, you know, the, the kid that he's 12, 13, 14, and, and they don't know that much. Yeah, well, plus it's more technical when they're younger. I'm, I'm guessing with Kay, yes. you did more technical, even with Kay, you, he was younger. Maybe you did a little more technical. Once once a guy is 30 years old, I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be hard to alter any technique, really. Yes, yes, yes. It's very hard. You know, you can, he can, he can still improve on certain things, you know, but it's obviously, uh, yeah, it's hard to, to, to change a grip or or some type of technique you know sure he can, still, he can still manage to do certain shots that he thinks that he cannot do you know but if you he needs to change his mind more than the technique wise yeah yeah technique is probably more for the younger players coming up and then as they get to be in their late 20s it's just probably i'm guessing mostly fitness right i mean a lot of fitness make sure that they you know they can they can they can play these long matches and not get hurt a lot of fitness and yeah that's right you know you just have to work your stamina you just have to work uh, more your body in order not to to get injured because as you know tennis tournaments are brutal you know you play week by week different surfaces different tennis balls uh different uh weather you know conditions so so it has a lot of factors Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got to be protective of things like wet courts yeah. uh, and, and, and clay that has maybe a nail sticking up out of, the, out of the line, you know, all kinds of strange things. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And anything can happen. That's why I think a guy like Djokovic has been so strong because he's so flexible and, and he, he, he's really worked on that, you know? Yes, unbelievable. On on his nutrition, on his nutrition, on his uh, obviously on his body, everything. Now, who does that when it comes to like trainers and nutrition and chiropractors and stretching and all that? Who's in charge? Do you pick out these people like the nutrition or a chiropractor or a weight trainer? Do you pick that out, or you decide it together, or does is that more depends, of Grigor's? Depends. Depends where you start. For example, with Grigor, which I started last year, this is my second year. He already had a team behind him. So obviously we kept everything that he had. Of course. We kept his uh, physical trainer, we kept uh, his manager, we kept uh, uh, one of his physios. Then we add other physios, you know, on the road. We had a nutritionist too, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, he already had a team. I was more like the one that had from outside. Yeah, my nephew, uh, he is on the tour now. Uh, he uh, he comes from baseball. He played college baseball, but he's a chiropractor too. And he, he tells me never to mention who he's working with, but he works some, with some guys in the top 50. And uh, I think he's got three or four guys he's working with now. Uh, I think uh, they're all in the top, they're all in the top hundred and a couple are in the top 50, but 
Yeah, he says uh, that's a big deal. He says, "Oh, I'm I work with them every day." He says, "You know, shoulders, massage, chiropractic. You, do you have that for Grigor as well? A chiropractor or something like that? A physio?" Yes, yes, yes. He likes uh, he likes to work with with uh, some you know chiropractics. So obviously he yeah we we try to on when we are on the road we try always uh, to have uh, someone with him that he travels with us. And then, and then whenever he's home, he has someone that he can uh, do massages and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. How about? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think most of the players today they they travel with a coach, and with a physio or a chiropractor. You know, that's the main thing. Yeah, physio and a coach. Huh? Yeah, because the, the physical trainer is, is you don't have that many days or that that much that you can do on the road when you're playing tournaments. I mean, un unless you lose on the first round, then yes, you have four, uh, five days to work maybe on your body to do really hard uh, yeah. physical trainer. Um, but if you play week by week, there is not much you can do. Little things you, maintain. Yeah. What would you say is the ratio? I mean, like, what do you play a couple hours a day and then work out in the gym a couple hours a day or more gym or more playing? I'm just curious. I know everyone's that's a little different. Depends. Yes. Yes. That's all depends. That's all depends. But with Grigora, usually we do two to three hours of tennis. No, no, when we are on the road, when we're on the road is less, less it's yeah. usually two hours or an hour and a half depends, you know, you manage. And then on the gym, he does, uh, so let's say that we do two hours uh, of tennis, and then in the gym he does an hour, an hour and a half. Oh, so that's okay. Yeah. Um, but but then but then he does. You gotta add like an hour or an hour of something of mobility, stretching, you know. Stuff that was like my that. next. That was my next question. Stretching before, before yeah. the practice, he needs one hour of mobility, stretching, warming up. Then we play two hours of tennis. Then he goes to the gym and he lifts weight or he runs, whatever, for another hour or hour, 15 minutes. Then he yeah. eats or whatever, and then he comes and then he does treatment. Treatment, you know, it's like more like massage or yeah, you know, for another hour. So that's pretty it's much. A busy, that's a busy day. That's six hours of uh, basically training. Yes, yes. Huh. Yeah, constantly you you do that. And, and that, that's what more, more people didn't know, that they think that they come and play on the seat, but... But it takes uh, it takes all day. You know, obviously you need to eat, you need to rest. On the days that you don't play, let's say that you win a match today and then tomorrow you don't play. So that 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 off day that you say this off, we go, we play one hour. Uh, he does a little bit of core, maybe twenty minutes, and and then he does the the one hour treatment. So it's also like a half day, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure he does all the road work, the jumping rope, and the running the lines and all that stuff too. If if he has to, yes, yes, we just huh. just yeah, we, we I'm, I'm in contact and and him too, you know, and the physio obviously too. We're in contact with the physical trainer and we say, listen, we have we which already kind of know, you know, it's the, pretty much the, they say they, they do the same thing, but um, let's say now that he lost. And now we have, uh, he's playing doubles tomorrow, but maybe we have, uh, if we don't play anything next week, we have uh, five, six days. Maybe he can push a little bit harder on the gym, you know? So you're taking the week before the US Open, you're taking it off. Uh, yes, yes. 
I think that's smart because he has a chance. Grigor has a real chance. So yes. he's not like the other guys who play right to the bitter end and then yeah, and, and they maybe even win the tournament, but then they're 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 toast. Yeah, but you usually we do that. Usually we, we take it off. Um now, you know, are, we are thinking on playing Winston Salem, maybe we don't know, but um, considering that he didn't have that many matches in these last three tournaments. So he played he played two matches in Washington, he played two matches in Montreal. Right. Uh, I saw played, I was I followed him, yeah. Yeah, he played one match here. So I think considering that and then in, in Wimbledon he had a bad luck that he had to he had to um, retire on the first match. So he hasn't been playing that much tennis. And I think, you know, a couple more matches, you know, they will help him. How about so we, practice? We're, we're thinking. Who does he like to practice against? Do you ever play practice matches against, you know, Corda or Roger or any of those guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with everybody, we play practice matches. With everybody. He with, yeah, he likes, he's okay. He likes to practice with everybody. But we, you know, he, he's very good friend with Gofan. So we practice a lot with him and he has fun okay. uh, with Rafa, with Rafa Nadal. He likes to practice a lot. Uh, we practice also a lot with him. Um, but then whoever I choose, you know, he's, He's happy with it, you know. It's always a different okay. type of play. So he's a pretty chill guy generally. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, he seems like it. His personality seems like it. Uh, he's a very nice guy, very chill. Yeah. Um, about, so, so. so I have to ask you: Is Rafa going to play the Open? I, I just—I mean, I'm dying to know. It looks like he might. To tell you the truth, I—we haven't heard anything, and they use Open. If you huh. ask me, I would say no. So maybe he start playing some other tournaments or smaller tournaments. I hope they let Novak play. I really do. I think they should. Yeah, but that's also, I think it's a difficult. Very political. Very political. Difficult, difficult situation. Very difficult situation. Yeah. Hey, you know, looking back over your shoulder again, it does remind me of, of those hotels I used to stay in. Do you ever have any trouble sleeping? Mm, usually not. Usually no? not. And how about Grigor? Is he a good sleeper or is that an issue? Because I know with some players, I talked to my chiropractor nephew, and he said some of his players, uh, they don't really love traveling in the hotels and they have issues sleeping. And, and so I started thinking about it lately. And uh, I was just wondering, uh, and I know Sam, I can tell you, Sam, Sam, uh, he never liked traveling. I, I, he, not even yeah. the juniors. He hates traveling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not a problem for you guys. For me, no. For me, no. You know, obviously, sometimes with a jet lag, uh, you, you have some problems sleeping. But uh, no, but Grigor also. Grigor usually, he's good about it. Sometimes he has some issues, you know, problems to sleep. But, but no, he's, he's pretty good for, for what I hear. Hey, so how long do you think you're going to do this? That's a question that they ask me a lot. And it's impossible to know, you know. I mean, so far, I love it. I really like it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I have to see in the future what, what is going to happen. If I if I would be a father one day, or not, I'm I'm sure that when when if that happened, you know, that would be uh, a, a tough situation, you know, to leave uh, your kid behind. But uh, I don't know. I, I I really like it so far. You know, sometimes you know I'm worn out of uh, traveling that much and and not having my routine. But I know that once I'm if I stop doing this and then I'm 
I, I stayed home, you know, I, I would probably also miss this. So you get bored. You get bored. Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty exciting life, you know. You're with the best players in the world. Yeah. Uh, you go to the matches. You have that adrenaline, like if you would be playing, you know. Obviously, when you lose, <laughs> it's it's not fun. But uh, but you have you still have that that adrenaline uh, adrenaline in you, you know. So I don't know. So far, I'm doing it. I love it. That's great. Uh, and you get see. to go to some beautiful places. I mean, come on, Monaco and Fr and French Open and uh, oh, yes. and New York's exciting. You know, I mean, yes, it's yes, it's very. No, no, you go to that's definitely you go you go to a really nice places. You go to really really nice hotels. Uh, not every week, but the, most of the weeks, you know. Um, so yes. I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm not complaining about that for sure. And, and how about, and how about your physical shape? You have to, I bet you have to go to the gym too, right? And you have to keep playing because you can't yeah. be, a, you can't be a bum. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta still keep your uh, macho going or else <laughs> you're, you know, you're just going to be an old man on the tour. So you got to stay in shape, right? I know. Yes. Yes. To tell you the truth, I, I go just to, I don't kill myself in the gym, you know, or I, I try to eat healthy you know i try to maintain you know to to say okay you know i've been lazy these couple of days now i gotta go and push it you know i go but um but yes yes i you know i, I like to to keep myself uh, healthy that's for sure you get to play a lot do you do you hit do you hit much you know just from the baseline with grigor just to warm sometimes, up sometimes yeah every tournament i try to hit you know but uh, yeah. some weeks some weeks there are weeks that i don't because i always uh, get him a a players or a hitting partner or i don't know or, or he's winning you know we, we don't practice that much yeah, if, I, you're, yeah. yeah. if you're like me you love to hit the ball and i remember when i was traveling with the kids when they were you know 18 and unders especially 16s 18s when it got serious mm -hmm. i mean i'd go like it felt like weeks without hitting a ball and i'd get kind of frustrated like hey i want to hit the ball uh, yeah yeah but you do seem to get to hit every week at least a little bit Yes, yes, yes. A little bit, you know. I, I usually, I usually hit with with Grigor, you know. Obviously, standing there, you know, in the middle or in a corner. I'm not gonna be playing points with him. I'm, I'm not in in that good shape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Playing points—that's a whole different world than hitting down the oh, center. Yeah. Or you sitting in a corner. Or you sitting in a corner with the basket. And he hitting, running him around, and he hits everything back to you. That's a whole different world than that's playing a, points. That's a whole different story. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dante, you know what? I I really enjoyed this. I appreciate you uh, spending some time with me, and I know people are going to love it. And uh, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I know that. Uh, sorry that to make you wait that <laughs> so much, but uh, you know you understand. You know you go through tournaments. You are busy, and uh, well, it was good I, that I, a couple hours off now in this afternoon. I got you. I got you. Plus, you know, like you said, he's only played a couple rounds in the last couple. So there's got to be a few serious talks. And how do you, you know, how do you get back to and get ready for the open? Because I'm, I'm I mean, practicing. that's the money. That's the money tournament, right? I mean, everyone, the big four slams, that's, that's what you guys, that's what the top players live for. Of course. Exactly. Exactly. You, you made the schedule and you work and you, you know, you choose the tournament that you're going to play only for the grand slams. So so that's that's obviously that's where your mind is. Uh, but, but well, obviously you want to do wood. <laughs> you want to yeah. do well in the tournaments before too. What's happening next week? Winston Salem, right? 
Winston Salem, yes. Yeah, I think you're smart. I Like I said, I, Grigor, he's going to be a top 20 seed, I bet. And uh, he's got a chance. Yes. To, he's got a chance to get very far, you know, very far in the tournament. So I think it's a good idea. Yeah, really. Yes, yes. We're, we're going to actually, we're going to talk to the, we're going to have a meeting with him now. I'm going to have a meeting and discuss um, to see how he feels. If, you know, I'm not saying that it, it wouldn't be bad also to play Winston Salem at this point, because to add more matches, you know, but uh, I'm going to have a meeting with him and we're going to decide. And if, if he wants it, uh, we do it. They haven't because, made the, they haven't made the draw yet. No, no. Winston Salem is next Monday. Okay, so so he can still get well. Sure, they would want him in. But, I mean, they want any top player in, so they would make room for him if you say you're in. But we, we yeah, we would need the wild card, so we will see. <laughs> okay, okay. How's the doubles going this year? Is that uh, is that fun for him too? Um, he... Yeah, but he, he's playing doubles more like he's playing tomorrow. He's a partner with the uh, Rublev. Um, it's it's more like to play. It's not like uh, we want to be a doubles player, but he's more for him to to work on certain things, on the returns, on the volleys, on to give him an extra confidence too, you know? Sure, he's a real singles guy. I get it. Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. I get it. All right. Hey, Dante, thanks a lot. We'll be, I'll be rooting for you guys in the, in the open for sure. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And, uh, and good luck out there. Thank you, Jack. All right, so long. Bye-bye.